like, hey, is it? Oh, hey, yeah, whatever. I'm winging it today. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey there, peeps. Welcome back to Back of the Cereal Box. I am your host, social media socialite, Will Schuyler. Johnny is away on business and gave me the keys to the Fortress of Solitude. So I invited a couple friends. <laughs> And here we are. <laughs> Guys, he, he usually does things a little bit differently, but this is my show now. <laughs> um, so this is Confessions of a Geek Girl. Nope, wrong. Sorry. I don't know what I'm doing here, obviously. <laughs> Can we just keep saying it? Back of the cereal box. I am your host, Willis Schuyler. With me today is DL Memphis and Kelly from Phoenix Sisters Cosplay. <laughs> I, there was Thank supposed you. to be Aubrey, uh, Aubrey uh, showing up as well, but if, if she shows up, good on her. We'll invite her uh, up anyway. Um, so, um, what are you? Are you guys eating cereal? Malt. Yes. I'm cinnamon Emma. toast crunch. What, is there something fun on the back of that? Yes, Pokemon. Ooh. Ooh. All right. I am still eating because this was a giant box <laughs> of the. Where's the camera? The Frosted Flakes chocolate frosted chocolate frosted flakes mm. with spooky marshmallows, and I have managed to sit here. I don't eat. I don't usually eat it with milk. Um, so I'm sitting here picking out all of the marshmallows first. <laughs> and then uh, I'm just going to get down to the chocolate flakes. And the back is still cool. Um, this one, okay, here's your rules on how to play the game. But there is a, um, it's a creepy game that's got. Um, Ooh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I know. The artwork is gorgeous on it. Um, what? Yeah. So that's what I'm chowing down on this morning. Uh, I, I'm, I'm very basic with my cereal Cheerios. <laughs> Cheerios are classic. Cheerios. <laughs> I, uh, I I was thinking about getting something really sugary, but at the same time, I'm not a huge fan of overly sugary cereals. So, <laughs> although cinnamon crunch is one of my favorites, uh, the only time I even eat cereal is when I'm doing the show. So yeah. it's just <laughs> it's an excuse. So I'm gonna go buy the sugary stuff. Yeah. Get their stuff that's really, really bad for you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. So, um, did you guys get anything new this week? And anything fun, like comic books or? Well, you know, it was. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go right ahead. Please, <laughs> please Kelly. Or any any fun toys. 
It was a light purchasing week for comic books and toys, but I did buy supplies for a rogue costume. Ooh, I can't wait to see that. Ooh. I (laughs) Johnny's watching apparently. (laughs) Is Johnny making comments already? (laughs) Oh, he's watching. Hi, Johnny. How are you? We promise Um, not to trash the studio too much, Johnny. Oh no, we're we're totally trashing. Totally trashing. (laughs) There's gonna be a kegger afterwards in the studio. You know, it works. Come on. All right. So uh I won this uh, on the uh, from the episode where uh, Johnny interviewed um, Eric Olson, and um, so it, it came in finally. And it has a, a ring with a chain that uh, for a trick that you're supposed to learn. And I was going to try to learn it for this episode, but it's just a lot of stuff happened this week. <laughs> Oh, 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 Catwoman. I do. Okay, so I grew up a DC girl. I think most people within my age bracket actually kind of grew up as a DC girl. It's like we were DC girls, fell in love with Wonder Woman, fell in love with Catwoman because we were watching the original Batman, Adam West show. And I mean, (sighs) all three of those Catwomen, um, Eartha Kitt, Julie Lamar, and uh, Lee Merriweather were all perfection until, of course, we saw... Michelle Pfeiffer didn't realize it could be done any better and Lord have mercy. But um, (laughs) then of course, from that point I did move over into more of the goth girls, but right now um, I am reading, (laughs) I am reading two selections that cover my two favorite DC girls. I am reading Tim Hanley's Wonder Woman Unbound. Where is it? My brother, there's a camera somewhere. Okay. (laughs) Oh, um, I see it. Okay. So my brother actually turned this one on to me and it's a history of, you know, basically Wonder Woman and a little bit of information about where she came from. And it's been a very interesting read because it does talk about um, her creation and her history and bondage and, um, you know, the, the overlap to that. But a little funny thing, when I started looking through this, I realized that I had put my bookmark in there and, um, if any of y'all have ever seen the movie Harvey, mm-hmm. okay, if you know what I'm talking about. So this was actually um, this was actually a uh, chocolate bar wrapper from a live production of Harvey at oh, uh, cool. Theater Memphis. Oh yeah, Harvey is one of my favorite movies ever. But I'm like, oh, there's a something a little extra in there. <laughs> and then of course the other book that I am reading is 75 Years of Catwoman, and I mean it is beautifully drawn. Um, yeah. Oh, the camera, but um, yeah, where this one is more of uh, the comic story, the Wonder Woman Unbound is actually, um, it's actually a real book with some images in it. And um, this one has been, if you're more of the comic book person, I'd lean towards this, yeah. but if you want to know origins and you want to know history and the development of the character, this is an incredible read. It came highly recommended and I love it. So. Okay. Yay. That sounds fascinating. <laughs> it really is. All right. So Ooh, with, I have with one us. more thing. Oh yeah. Go for it. Okay. Go for it. All right. So anybody who's following me on my digging deeper on the digging deeper channel, or excuse me, on my digging deeper show, which is on the DL Memphis channel on YouTube knows that I recently did an unboxing 
a very unsatisfying for me unboxing of Cryptid Crate. And my next Cryptid Crate just came in. So hopefully something fun and new to redeem them. And hopefully somebody with Cryptid Crunch might be seeing this. So not that I'm hosting Cryptid Crunch. But. <laughs> I'm excited for that. Uh, I, I definitely want to see what's in the back. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, all right. So did that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, you know what? Let's just let, let's just run with what we have here. Uh, um, so, no apologies. Uh, We're loose. We can we can fly by the seat of our pants as well as the next person. DL, you you're into like the pinup culture, and uh, Wonder Woman is, is was is a huge pinup. Uh, persona uh um what what actually got you into the pinup sorry uh it looks like dl uh froze I yeah sorry frozen. about the froze okay oh, there we go oh there we go I'm back. <laughs> need to just shake this thing <laughs> um <laughs> so what, what got you into the pinup culture um Actually, it wasn't comics per se. Um, okay. I grew up reading Wonder Woman and I definitely see the influences. I think when Wonder Woman actually um, appeals more to my um, feminist heart um, just because of the strong character that she is and um, just that aspect of it. I, first of all, I will tell you, my mother was not a pinup, a pinup girl, but she could have been very easily. My mother was an absolute knockout and she had all of the 1950 style traditional clothing and uh, all of these pictures. I grew up seeing these images of her and her six sisters and they were all beauty queens and beautiful women. Wow. And so, yeah, I fell in love with the design and the lines first, but then I started doing research and, you know, finding that there are women such as like Betty Page and Betty Grable that were just inc incredible. And um, I, I saw that and I'm like, yep, that's what I want to be. When I grow up, I want to be Betty Page. So actually, no, I wanted to be Elvira, but that's pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> me and you both um so yeah and you do you do a lot of cosplay as well um so i i'm i'm glad to be around cosplay ladies here um i <laughs> I, I do my i do elvira and that is my uh boudoir wow. shoot that i did for a calendar um it's actually the same outfit that I'm wearing right now. <laughs> awesome. Um, so yeah, no. Uh, if my husband's watching, yes, this is the reason why I'm wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> he was a little shocked that uh, I was gonna go all, uh, go on air with this outfit, but I'm like, I I wear this all the time. <laughs> I'm hey, Brian. I'm actually Hello, in the process of uh, upgrading my Elvira, hopefully in the near future, because um, she is a character when I originally donned the my Elvira, uh, when I originally donned the costume and, and did the hair and stuff. Uh, I had a lot of people wanting to know if I would go out and do it and be like, especially during Halloween, it's like, can you make an appearance here? Can you make an appearance here? So, I mean, it was just so much. And I'm like, I don't have a great costume. So I'm, I'm at that point that I'm like, well, okay, maybe I need to fix that. Yeah. Um, 
has there for both of you has there been an outfit that you are were trying to work on and you just rage quit on oh god (laughs) one um one um let me think about that one or you just decided to put it away for a while and come back to it okay so i'm really stubborn so no <laughs> I know I know that that doesn't come that. across so I usually the way I the way I go with my good morning Ryan, Ryan. <laughs> um, the way I go with my costumes is that once I buy the materials I have to make it but I always get to a point where I almost rage quit that's part of my process and I go this is stupid why do I have to make, why did I think I could make this? I suck. And then, and then I get angry at myself and then I get oh, angry yeah. at the fact that I spent the money and then I get, then I get spiteful. I'm like, I'll show her myself. <laughs> this is into my crazy mind. And then I like push through it and make it. And yeah. <laughs> I don't so rage I don't- quit or I, I don't, I don't really think I rage quit. Generally what I do is I have a design that is um, in my head and it is 100% in my head. The only thought, it's just like this terrible thought that's running loose through my head. And until I can purge that thought and complete that outfit, it's there. Once I get the outfit done, I'm good. I'm good. But yeah, it's just more an all consuming thought until, and that's what stresses me out. Um, I I was trying to work on uh, Elvira's um, burlesque outfit at the end of uh, her movie, um, and sequins. Why did I think I could work with sequins? <laughs> oh, do you hate yourself? I, I, I bought the strip sequins and thinking that I could do like an um, an iron on sticker to make it stick and then I was going to go back and sew them all all on and I'm just like nothing it wasn't staying and then I'm just I was just getting frustrated and then I'm just like I'm never gonna I'm never gonna work with sequins ever again I I still have to go back to it yet I made the sleeves like I I I did I sewed uh, nylon stockings, uh, fancy nylon stockings onto the sleeves, um, and and even that I was like it was twisting up and just wasn't coming out nice. And I'm just like this, you know this this outfit one day will be spectacular, but not right now. <laughs> So, so what did you wear this outfit for? Because I mean, I'm picturing, um, if I remember correct, it is basically very sheer and very open with tassels. Yes, it's uh, sexy. Uh, it, it's an um, it's a nylon bodysuit, uh, very white bodysuit that I bought, and so I bought um, I bought the strip sequins uh, and trying to do like the whole cross stitch and stuff like that all over it. And um, so, yeah, and I bought it. I bought a beige bra. I did the spider spider uh, insignia on them and did like spider the little, boots. yeah. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so uh, eventually I will get to the point where I actually start practicing the tassel twirl. <laughs> Ooh, la la. Um, so yeah, that, that's, that's my next, that's my next trick. <laughs> <laughs> um, but whether or not I will actually perform it uh, on stage is, uh, is an another thing. Like I'm, uh, I definitely want to, I, I definitely want to go to a convention, but I will have like a sheer skirt to wear with it. Um, but I don't think uh, I don't think I'm comfortable enough to actually perform a, a, as a burlesque act. Yeah, that and I have be. to actually talk to my husband about that and see how comfortable he is with me doing that. <laughs> 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 um, how about you guys? Like, it ha it has has burlesque ever been something on your mind to do? No, I'm actually, no. I'm sorry. No, um, I actually have a lot of friends in the burlesque industry and I have a lot <laughs> of respect for them on. Okay. One, sorry. I didn't read that, but sorry. One trade one tra dish should be on everyone's bookshelf. Ooh. Um, the um, Legend of Wonder Woman. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking. Oh, about no, 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 no. I, I asked a question and then I put that up. Uh, but, uh, so um, we'll we'll get back to Ryan's question in just a moment. Uh, but yeah, it, burlesque. Have, like, has there? I have a lot of friends who either are in burlesque, have been in burlesque. Um, we uh, toy robot visual arts. We actually worked with uh, Velvetina when she came through Memphis and did a lot of her or some of her promo shots. And she was just a joy to work with. Um, I've done stage kitting. I've done like VIP seating. So, I mean, I've been kind of in and around that realm. And um, um, so, I mean, I'm comfortable with it, but it's not really something that I've looked at and said, Hey, you know what? I want to do that. But, you know, I have a ton of respect for any woman who will get out there and put herself out there, especially in this day and age when people are so more than willing to troll each other. So yeah. Yeah. Kudos. Yeah. How about you, I'm, Kelly? I've never done it, but I wouldn't mind learning. I do it. <laughs> See, I, I do follow quite a few burlesque uh, dancers, and uh, a lot of them are fellow nerds like us. And mm -hmm. a lot of them do have, um, there was one uh, group that I, I, they wanted me to be a part of the, it, their, their show at one point. So I, so I actually Ooh. did perform as Elvira for like, they did a little talent show. So Fun. I did go up and dance and do an, do a Elvira act for them, but I didn't do any, um, stripping or anything. Um, but a lot of them do, um, have nerds in it. Yeah. And they do perform as characters, and which is really awesome. Uh, one of one of my friends um, uh, has done like Lola Bunny and uh, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, and other That's superheroes. Awesome. And it, it's it's beautiful when it, when she goes up on stage and does the stuff, and um, and I, I'm I'm happy to see it more like this world more expanding and women being more comfortable with who they are uh and you know no apologies for being a nerd <laughs> i love it and uh it's it it's empowering to be around other women who are freely showing their nerd badge um 
I do have a funny story about a. Uh, oh a, yeah, by all means, a burlesque class that I took. <laughs> oh um, yeah, no, don't get excited. It was kind of, it was kind of <laughs> sketchy. No, it was actually, it was a lot of oh. fun. A friend of mine went, and um, I talked her into. I'm the per, I'm the planner of our group, uh, my group of friends. Anybody who knows me knows that I'm usually the one who <laughs> comes up with the ideas, and I'm like, hey, by the way, this is what we're going to be doing, and I'm like, I have no details. And then the next thing you know, you're showing up in some like warehouse in the middle of the no in the middle of nowhere. And my friends are like, we're going to die, aren't we? We're going to die. And I'm like, no, no, no. So um, I have a friend that was um, at one point that was hosting a burlesque class. And it was like her, I think it was her first class out. And um, so I managed to talk one whole friend into taking this class with me. And I'm like, here's the guidelines. You have to wear a pencil skirt, a pair of high heels and a tuck in button up shirt and um, your underwear. <laughs> and so, okay, we're good. So I, I show up to pick her up at her house and she's putting on the spanks that are from like her knees to Ooh. her, like all the way up to here. And I'm like, what's the matter? She, it, I'm like, why are you wearing I'm like, you gotta get those things off. And it's gotta be smooth. And she's like, it's not smooth. It's not smooth at all. I haven't been anyway. So we're like, okay, all right. You and your goat panties, come on. Um, so we go, we drive to the burlesque class. It's in a church. It's in a church. Uh -oh. Wow. In a church. So we pull up to the building and I'm looking and I'm like, is this really a church? Are we really gonna are we really gonna strip in a church? Oh yeah. It was a church. So we walk through the sanctuary and I'm just like, God, I'm so sorry. I paid. And um, so we go up to the upper levels and first of all it is just sweltering hot um there's a couple of burlesque girls that are going to assist in everything and they're very nice um there's a couple of them that we were kind of debating what exactly they had been smoking <laughs> prior because they were just like hi and i mean it was the this is not the experience that i've ever had with burlesque dancers and we were just anyway so we get there and there is obviously no agenda for the class. So it, it's just a, here, I'm going to teach you how to walk. So the first 20 minutes of the class we're teaching, it's like walk. And it's not like walk, walk, it's walk, stomp, walk, stomp. And um, at some oh point we come God. to the realization, they're trying to teach us to dance. There's no music. There's no music. We are in a church. We are stomping. And I turned around uh, the the hostess at one point. She's like, what would make you feel sexy? And somebody to the left of me, I know who it is. I'm not calling names. Goes, I don't know. Music. <laughs> so, anyway, the power goes out. And of course, somebody from behind us starts going, starts screaming. It's like the devil's coming to get us. God is angry. And I'm like, it's because we're in a damn church. Pardon me. We're in a church. <laughs> So we're trying to figure out how to get out of there. But um, anyway, I'm with that said, it was a fun night. We had a blast. I have great tales. And um, yeah, so there is that. Um, so that oh. was my experience. My one and so my one and only experience with burlesque. Yes, I did manage to get <laughs> the clothing off to a certain point. But I'm um, like, things got stuck. And you're just like, this is not... This is not how this is supposed to go. So yeah, but it was a blast. I had we had a lot of fun. It is one of our many adventures that we share. And, um, okay, I'm sorry. No, your no, turn. That, that's hilarious. As long as you got a story out of it. Everything um, we do has a story out of it. I, I am uh, I am a giant 
klutz and anytime that i that there's a stage involved i worry about tripping and <laughs> doing something like just, I, so yeah i the, so there was one time where another performance uh, as elvira uh for a convention and for some reason i decided not to take the stairs i decided to you know just try to go up on the stage uh, by actually just leaping up. Didn't no. work. <laughs> it didn't work in my favor, but I did, but I won it anyway. I just kind of like swung my oh, myself nice. around and walked up and did my thing. And uh, I, I don't think people really noticed that, you know, I had skinned my knee. <laughs> but it's, it's those incidents that make, that just add to everything. I don't know if you, um, <laughs> Those are the situations I was in a uh, Harry Potter costume contest and I was dressed as Bellatrix, of course. And of, of course. course, you know, I come in for it's like everybody else is walking up and they're like, look at me, look at me. There was one girl that I'm like, oh, I think she should have won. But from I'm like, I started from the very, very back of the room and start skipping up to the stage screaming, I killed serious block. <laughs> and I mean, they were all looking around going, oh, shoot, she's really, I mean, oh, poop, she's really here. Sorry, Johnny. She's really here. And it wasn't me. <laughs> it was Skyler. Uh, so I get on stage and of course I'm, I'm maintaining the character the entire time. And I'm just like, you know, stomping my feet, crazy laughing. My best thought was, you know, I'm going to exit and I'm going to do this right. And I'm going to jump off the stage. That was not a wise idea. And I'm like, oh. uh, yeah, I'm like, there are a lot of things that I do. I'm like, I'm going to jump. Up. It's a lot further than it looks. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. The falling off the stage, I can understand. Oh God. Just don't, don't mentally think it's lower than it is because it never <laughs> is. <laughs> um, well, it's, no, go ahead, Kelly. Oh, I was going to say, I don't have a burlesque story, but I have a boudoir story about making Matt Ryan blush. Would you guys Ooh, like to hear oh. it? Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. Also me being socially awkward because, hello. <laughs> I'm <laughs> so well. <laughs> so, um, I had taken some Zatanna boudoir photos, which are not in the collection of photos I sent you because this is a family-friendly show. <laughs> but I do believe I've seen those on Instagram, haven't I? I think so, yes. Mm -hmm. I've shown a few on Instagram, not many. Most of them are behind the paywall on Patreon. Little plug there. <laughs> um, but uh, So I had taken these a few months prior to a convention that Matt Ryan was at. Um, uh, so I had gone to this convention and I'm, we're about to leave, and I'll, I hadn't met Matt Ryan because we just didn't do celebrity meets that time. I turn around, and he's just there in the middle of the con. He decided to walk the con and socialize with people because he's that cool. He's really nice, like super nice. Mm -hmm. So I waited my turn to talk to him because he was he made the choice to talk to people. I'm like, cool. I'm what are what have I got to lose? You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. I don't know. So I go up and start talking to him. I started a conversation and I was dressed as Black Canary, but I'm like, oh, I should have worn my Zatanna costume. To be clear, not my boudoir Zatanna costume. <laughs> I have a normal one. <laughs> I would you not have had a stalker. Around. Yeah. Well, 
it was a good thing I was on the way out. He might have called security otherwise because after we finished the story. So so he's like, yes, you should have. And then we had a really nice conversation about how um, he was pushing for Zatanna to be in season two of Constantine if it hadn't gotten canceled, which is, I'm geeking up. Like, that was a really fun conversation. And mm -hmm. I'm like, of course, the only, I'm like, would you like to see a picture of my Zatanna costume? And of course, the only pictures I have on my phone are boudoir. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, the only pictures I have are my boudoir that but, I just did. I mean, Zantana's pretty much always boudoir, regardless. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And um, it was tasteful boudoir, in my opinion. But um, so I thought he knew what he was consenting to, right? You at this point, you think everyone knows boudoir. In hindsight, I don't think he did. <laughs> He didn't quite understand so he the definition of boudoir. Yeah. So he sees two pictures, and I did not hear him say this. The other people around me heard him. At the second picture, he goes in his British accent. He's like, ooh, these are too hot for my eyes. <laughs> I did. <laughs> so I showed him a third picture. <laughs> and he goes, Just keep on. Keep looking. Keep looking. It's good. Third we're Your fine. Look, damn it. <laughs> Your luck. And he goes, Oh, hello. And um, so my cosplay partner was with me, uh, Crayley. She had she had missed the first part of the conversation, but she walks up and she's like, Oh, why is Constantine blushing? <laughs> <laughs> and she heard the these are too hot for my eyes comment. And then she asked me later, she's like, Why did you show him another picture after he said that? I'm like, he said, What? And then I did what? <laughs> <laughs> so luckily we left right after that and uh, I didn't get security called on me and he didn't get my name to, you know, put on the, <laughs> put uh, on the restraining order. <laughs> so, okay, so comfort and cosplay is important. Yes, that that is a huge thing for me. I, I prefer to do comfort over anything when it comes to my cosplays. And if I do not, if I, if there's a cosplay that I don't, it, I'm not quite comfortable with, I won't, I'll try to, I'll try to keep that on in my mind for the future <laughs> when I do feel like I'm comfortable. Uh, it took me a while to actually get it to do, um, uh, um, sorry, um, not Supergirl. Wow. Brain part. Power Girl. And oh, so yeah. oh, I is did that with the chest window. I, I did do the <laughs> boob window because window, I'm still you. a little <laughs> uncomfortable with, you know, showing too much cleavage. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yes, I will do Elvira. But even Elvira took me a little bit to get me to the, yes, get me up there. With Elvira, just speaking from experience, you can be taped in very, very easily. And, and it's just basically this strip right here that shows. So, I mean, there, there is some comfort in knowing that ooh, not everything's going to pop out at you. Yeah. <laughs> um, know? Don't know. But, um, I'm not, I'm not like good on, good on you guys. If you guys are, you know, showing like your body and all, all that don't, I'm not, I'm not trying to shame anybody for that. Um, but I'm just, me personally, I'm not there yet. I'm not there at all to be like the sexy cosplayer, um, to have, uh, only fan, an OnlyFans, 
Um, hell, I'm not even. I'm I'm, ba I'm barely capable to do my podcasting without being socially awkward. <laughs> I don't have an OnlyFans page. I haven't ventured over into that just because it's kind of one of those areas that is still a little bit taboo for me and my line of work. I would be terrified that somebody would find it and associate it with me. And I've known too many people who have um had repercussions at work because of that type of content that's been yeah. located um but um i do have a tendency to lean towards sexier um cosplays a lot of times and with that said um you were saying about showing yourself it's like it's not always that i intend to it's usually there's a malfunctioning section of the wardrobe <laughs> And that wardrobe malfunction with cosplay is a very real thing. Any of y'all experienced this? <laughs> um, I, I haven't had any uh, wardrobe malfunctions. Although, okay, there is there is one shoot. I keep going back to my Elvira stuff. I'm sorry, but no, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> there, there is one picture that is out there. Um, of me trying to do like the usual the the laying down pose uh, from Elvira, but my dress kind of opened up a little bit more than it should. Oh, <laughs> so um, stupid me! I I wore beige underwear, so it just makes me look, <laughs> it just makes me look like a really bad rendition of a Barbie doll. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, my wardrobe malfunctions are never behind closed doors. I have had two <laughs> that have almost mortified me. Um, the first one I was with, actually in both of these, I was with my oldest child, which is even more <sighs> horrifying. I don't know if you have the photos, but there's a picture of like me, her, Norman Reedus. Um, so we went to, it was um, Wizard World, very packed out. Wizard World in New Orleans. I mean, this place oh, was no. jam packed. I'm dressed as Wonder Woman. She's dressed as one of the um, vintage pinup girls from Captain America. So we're kind of like a little matchy couple and everything. But, um, you know, it was adorable. So I go to take, because I have this big giant, it's a very primitive looking design for uh, Wonder Woman. And I have these shoulder, these real stacked shoulder pads, and I go to take them off. And when I do, I reach down and I take off the, and all of a sudden the busts, the first two busks for my cosplay or my corset, my red corset goes, <laughs> and I stand up and evidently at this point, the photographer's like, she just flashed Norman Reedus. I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> my daughter looks at me and she's like, Norman Reedus just saw your boobs. I'm like, I'm like oh my what? God. What? So I'm like, of course, I'm like, okay, so I'm just going to put everything back together. I'm just going to be actually put the shoulder straps, the shoulder piece back on. I walk up to, we're getting the picture made. I'm sitting there staring and in the picture, I am cracking up because he turns around and he looks at me right before the picture, the picture start, uh, the camera snaps and he says, hello, Wonder Woman. I'm like, oh my God. So we're backing away and I'm like, you saw my boobs, didn't you? And he's like, I'm never saying. So we're walking out. My husband, who is normally my handler, is on the opposite side of the building at the uh, like the snack bar. By the time I get there, 
There is a rumor flying around that Wonder Woman flashed Norman Reedus in a photo op. I walk up and he looks at me and he's like, it was you, wasn't it? I'm like, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. So, but yes, Did you at thing. least get beat since you were in New Orleans? Uh, I I have spent uh, many many years in New Orleans. I didn't. I don't want. I don't. I don't need beads. But I do have a picture. My daughter is cracking up. I look mortified. She's you know everything. Oh my god! I have heard this story from Sean Clark, who is a close friend. Oh Brian, tell me you're lying. Please tell me you're lying. I am not kidding you though. That by the time I'm like across the room, I'm like, how did you know? How in the world did you know? It's mortifying. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man, I you know, I I know I know that moment for me is coming. Uh, like I know, me too. Turn into, like I, I when I used to, when I worked over at uh NCI for a little bit, I, I I used to pride myself on not being like the total fangirl and being around celebrities but it wasn't until like later on when i started going to conventions that you know yeah i'm i'm a giant fangirl and you know i'm i will be very awkward and nervous around celebrities tia carrera i love her dearly i saw i got my picture taken with her a couple times but the first time i met her and doing the photo op i'm like like shaking <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, thank God she, thank God she's a professional and, you know, she's like, it's okay. Don't worry about it. I'm just like, I just, I I just wanted to meet her so bad. And uh, I dressed up as her, uh, uh, as one of her characters and she, she caught it right away. And she was telling me stories about her necklace. And uh, so I'm just like, I'm just like, screaming inside but yeah no I, i'm so glad that you know there was no stage involved because i probably would have tripped and fall <laughs> <laughs> do you find yourself getting um almost like shell shock when you see certain celebrities that you're um i think we've done i know that i've done a lot of these events and stuff like that and it for the most part i'm just like oh it's just another person i'm just gonna go say hello but there are certain celebrities that i absolutely fangirl and freak out over who who so tiara uh, tia Kiera tia was, Carrera. Carrera was yours pretty much yeah kelly uh, how about you gail simone who is a comics writer for anyone who doesn't know i don't know if anyone doesn't know oh my gosh um I made a complete ass of myself the first time I met her. <laughs> uh, I, so I, I'm going to blame it on the pregnancy hormones. I was pregnant at the time. You and can it do was, that. Yeah, it was my second convention. And and so I didn't really know how this worked. So I didn't think about the fact that she would have, like, because I had a comic book for her to sign. And I'm like, okay, we're going to need, like, a special Sharpie to make sure she signs it. And so I told my husband and my husband's best friend, who is basically like, I call him husband number two because he dotes on me. He's sweet. Um, so I was like, all the whole way down to the convention, the whole first day, I'm like, guys, we got to go buy a Sharpie so she can sign my comic book. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I don't know. I don't uh... know. So, oh, hold on. So I'm going into the store on the main drag of this little convention that's like 
it's like an outdoor convention along a in metropolis it's the superman celebration and she's coming out of the store and the first words out of my mouth are i was just going into the store to buy a sharpie so you can sign my comic book <laughs> not awkward at all no. no i was dressed as black canary also <laughs> it would have been better if you could have been holding it yeah, i know i know let's just well, make it as awkward as possible right see okay lovely and was like i have markers you can come to my booth let's take a picture together and then i'm gonna get away from you crazy lady <laughs> we all have our missed opportunities too when it comes to celebrities uh meet and meet and greets or you know chance meetings uh what what is yours dell memphis um no you're fine um my missed opportunity I would probably see Evan Peters. Um, I was at uh, another Wizard World. We were in St. Louis, I do believe, and Evan Peters was there. I um, was already a fan of American Horror Story, and I just never realized how much of a Evan Peters fan that I would turn out to be. And um, he was there, and he actually had no one at his table. No one. I was like, Aww. yeah, I kind of just walked up and interacted and I'm just like, no, my uh, youngest child was there and she was um, the same event Gene Simmons was at. And uh, my youngest child was there and she was 100% there to see Gene Simmons because she is that girl. And <laughs> I think she was uh, maybe eight or nine at the time. And um, but so, yeah, we ended up bypassing going to see even Evan Peterson or Evan Peters, which she would probably cry if she knew this now and realized this now because she absolutely loves him to go see Gene Simmons. But, you know, she does have mm -hmm. this awesome little interaction with him. Um, no, there's not um, pretty much when I go to a con, I handpick the people that I'm most interested in seeing. So I don't yeah. generally miss Kelly, any missed opportunities or moments that you wish that you had with a celebrity? Margot Kidder, um, a year before she passed away, she was in Metropolis and it was hot and I was waiting in line and the line wasn't moving. I found out later she really wasn't feeling well that day. So she was just having a hard time getting through her autograph. So I'm, I'm kind of glad I didn't meet her that day because she just was not feeling her best, but, yeah. and then she passed. So uh -huh. it's really sad, but I have kind of a, not happy, but so then the next year I, um, oh, I was also wearing my blue Margot Kidder dress, which I did send you a picture of that. Yes, yes you did. And so um, the next year I had, I wore that dress again and Jack O'Halloran who plays Nun, was there and he looked up at me when I, I got his autograph and he looked at me and he goes, Margo, I knew you'd find a way to make it. Aww. Tears. Just, oh my gosh. It was the most beautiful moment. I was like, oh, Jack O'Halloran's really sweet. Really I sweet. Think, I think the only person that I did not I was never in line. I never had the opportunity, but uh, we were trying to figure out when we could get there. Um, uh, Sid Haig was a staple in horror cons. 
And he was yeah. always one that I wanted to meet. And I, I honestly was hoping that we would have had a little more time with him on this earth. But um, he is definitely one that I truly regret not actually taking the time and tracking him down and going to meet him, especially considering that I think one of his last appearances was in Nashville, which is not that far from us. Okay. Aww. I'm sad. <clears throat> what about you, Willow? Oh, um, uh, Peter David. I've, uh, I think I've told this story before, but uh, I, Keycon happens at uh, during May Long weekend up here, um, and it's a, our sci-fi convention. And <clears throat> to, <clears throat> excuse me, to have a, a writer of a comic book series is is phenomenal here because more so it's like they focus on hey, literary uh writers uh for sci-fi works and he he's done several things but for me it's like peter david oh my god you know um he did uh he he wrote for uh x factor and so i have the whole series i i brought it with me i was excited to get him to sign it i hung out with him pretty much all weekend didn't even think to get him to sign the comic books. <laughs> <laughs> so I have unfinished business <laughs> with Peter David. <laughs> but you got to hang out with him and you have the memories. Yeah, that's that's is... just it. Like he was he was nice. Like I, I know I I know there's people who have uh, bad uh, experiences, stories with about about him. I'm just like he was really nice to me. He loved having me hang out at his, at mm -hmm. his booth. But then again, I'm not <laughs> I'm not afraid to become a booth babe either. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, as I as I walked away from the convention, I'm just like you, dumb idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. <laughs> I didn't get a picture with Matt Ryan. I was too caught up in my social awkwardness. <laughs> <laughs> um, as cosplayers, we've all come into contact with uh, the odd cosplay bullying as well. Um, how do you guys handle uh, the bad comments or like the rash of cosplay bullies? Have, have you guys had to deal with that at all? Oh, yeah. I, honestly, I have not. Um, I, I think that, I don't know, it's kind of an odd, um, I, I have dealt with some cheeky individuals who want to inter interact a little bit inappropriately, mm. uh, inappropriately with me. And then I've um, had the occasional weirdo that's wanted to, like, keep me at a table that I was working in when I couldn't break away and was wanting to tell me about his mom's basement and all this other stuff. However, I mean, I've never, I've never had anybody just outright just come down and bully me over a cosplay or a costume. Um, the closest I had is I was doing a, um, a vintage uh, inspired Wonder Woman that was a pencil skirt and I had like a little short jacket on and um, I actually at the point at that point was wearing my red glasses and he walked up to me and he said let me guess librarian Wonder Woman and I looked at him like should still kick your ass so I mean that's that's generally how you interact with those kind of people but I mean yeah it, it's more so what I find most uncomfortable or um, or the guys who walk up to you that want to get a photo with you. And then the next thing you know, they're grabbing your butt. 
and that's happened more times. And I, and sadly enough, uh, my daughter and I uh, cosplay uh, Green Hornet and Kato together many, many years ago. And um, she had a similar incident with me standing there. And I didn't realize that otherwise I would have laid him flat on his butt. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But yeah, it's more so the um, inappropriate handsy. I'm like, trust me, we don't want it. We don't need it. Please don't do it because it's you might be getting your jollies off of it, but we're barfing on the inside. We are literally throwing up a little bit in, yeah. in my mouth when you reach out and grab a hold of something on me that is highly inappropriate. Yeah, I just threw up a little bit in my mouth when that yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, I'm sorry you honest. had to deal with that shit. Uh, I'm sorry. Yep. <laughs> wow. The show belongs to me like now. A so, you know, well, I mean, like, if, if YouTube blocks us for if we're swearing this early in the morning, I apologize. Um, but no, I, I'm really sorry you had to deal with that. And that is very, very inappropriate for people to do. Um, hence the reason why there's a huge thing for, you know, cosplay is not consent. Exactly. Um, and um, Kelly, uh, what what have you like? What <laughs> how, how did you handle your cosplay bullies? Um, you know, I haven't had many. Usually, my husband's with me, and he's pretty big, so <laughs> usually guys don't try any any shady stuff. The um, but. Occasionally, I'll get comments online about my weight or whatever. Yeah. And for that, you just ignore it because, like, honestly, cosplay is for everyone. And yeah. I feel like the fact that, like, what are women who are my size or bigger thinking if I'm going to feel bad about myself and stop cosplaying? Like, they, cosplay is for everyone. So I just, I'll ignore it or I'll hop back at them and just be like, you know what? No, that's not cool. And Uh, um, the other thing is when my husband used to cosplay with me back when I first started, like over 10 years ago, guys would be, would come up to him and be like, Hey, how'd you get, how'd you get your wife to cosplay? And he'd be like, "Uh, no, she got me into it. She made the costumes. She's the one who reads the comics. So he'd stand up for me, which is nice. But now I feel like guys are starting to realize that, yes, women read comics too. And I feel like the culture is getting better. And the sexism is starting to retreat. Like there's, I've met a lot more open-minded people and a lot more, there's been a lot more acceptance in the geek community. Like, a lot of people are talking more openly about the racism and the sexism and the homophobia. And that's really important. And I try to talk about that publicly too, and try to, I think that's really important to talk about. Um, I'm, I'm huge on body positivity when it comes to the cosplay stuff. Um, I, I, I love to invite people to do photo shoots on my birthday uh, in costume and it's like you, I don't care who you are just show up in costume that's all I, all yeah. I want to see is a bunch of people in in various costumes and um, uh, usually I have like a, a some sort of theme um, but I've been doing photo shoots every year since I turned 30 um, well, except for last year, I was kind of worried about doing a photo shoot during the pandemic. Um, but 
but no and and a lot of people were actually kind of upset with me and i'm like i want to keep you guys safe <laughs> yeah that's that's my main concern um kelly you you host uh various uh, photo shoots when uh, how did you get started with that um so going to metropolis at the superman celebration i just no one else was really or like occasionally people would throw out ideas but then no one would follow up on it <laughs> so yeah. i just started and i have a lot of ideas too so i was just like hey let's do this and i had a really great or i have a really great photographer that i work with down there who is just every time i ask him he says yes and he's so good at group photo shoots i love him his name's mark schaefer he's wonderful and so and i i'm like you i'm like i don't care if you're the body type i just want enthusiasm and no yeah. drama <laughs> like yeah. our photo we just have a lot of fun like um i sent you a picture of the wedding photo shoot i did with my cosplay husband yes we got access to the chapel in metropolis and we like recreated the green arrow and black canary wedding we had Aww. champagne and cake to go with our reception we had villains crash it we just recreated the whole storyline and um so like every and we start planning like a year ahead of time and just and whenever people throw out people are welcome to throw out ideas and i'm like as long as they're i don't i don't just take it from them but it but they usually come to me now and they're like okay i want to do this help me <laughs> and so you just invite people one yeah. of the ideas we did was um we tried to we tried to get 80 Superman from all the eras for the 80th Superman. We did fall short, but we tried. We we got like I think 30. I did not send you a picture of that one, but oh wow. But we got like 30 <laughs> for Superman's 80th. And it was really funny because I'm walking down the or I lost my Superman. We tried to get Superman and then a Lois Lane or some partner for each era. And so I my Christopher Reeve Superman to go with my Lois Lane dropped out. He didn't end up coming. So luckily I was in Metropolis. So I'm walking down the street and I just see a random guy dressed as Christopher Reeve Superman. I'm like, hey, you, you want to go? And and he had a friend who also was dressed as Superman. I'm like, hey, you two Supermen come to a photo shoot in a few hours. So yeah, I just, you know, like pick up random Superman on the street. Apparently, <laughs> uh -huh. I run my photo shoot. They it's fine. Becoming... It's Superman. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's not creepy at all. <laughs> they, they ended up becoming my Facebook friends and they're, they're, they're really good guys. And <laughs> it was really fun. Um, so, uh, I, I'm going to share, share these pictures uh, with everyone that you guys posted on chat. Uh, but you guys are all fantastic. And like your talent is astounding. Glorious. Thank you. These are all my black canaries. That's my favorite character to cosplay. <laughs> and you do her so well. Mm -hmm. Aww, thank you. Uh, is this, is this the Zantana that, uh, the Zantana that, um, uh, might have this gotten you in the, a little bit of trouble. No, this is a non-boudoir Zatanna. <laughs> it's hard to tell, like we said. I will say, though, <laughs> even though... I love this. 
Okay, so, all right. Uh, the Loki that is in this picture, he comes to cons in our area on a regular basis. His uh, He's got basically a parent family that brings him in. And we were almost had him convinced, but we basically wanted him on the ground and all of these glorious, strong women just like step on him, puny God. And uh, yeah, he really wasn't going for that. Maybe the next time we see him, he might have changed his mind, realizing he missed an opportunity. Shout out you. Yeah. <laughs> Loki um, hates you. There you go. That's you. Jo Loki hates you. We're expecting that next time. Marcy, help us out. One of my friends, uh, Christina, she, she uh, dresses up as Loki and she does an amazing job. Like she looks like Loki. It's, it's funny. You don't realize that she's a female until like she actually says that she's a female. Uh, but yeah, no, she, she does such a great job. And she like, she, she like stalked, <laughs> she, she stalked uh, like all, like, cosplayers and um the, <laughs> the actor for you know, for months trying to figure out how to make the helmet and make the outfit and it's just it's funny i love her dedication loki hates you he is a phenomenal oh. and he not only does the uh voice but he's got the mannerisms and he it's he's 100 the character yeah all right, this is my oh, this is husband as the Aww. question and myself as Huntress. It's so cute. Okay, that's bad. That is so cool. That is such a bad is that not, This is one of my favorite pictures. This was taken by Mark Schaefer, my Metropolis photographer, who he's one of my favorites to work with. Just, oh my gosh. I love shooting in uh, areas like this. Uh, mm -hmm. Old cemeteries are just beautiful and old. Like I, I'm a huge fan of old architecture. This is actually not an old cemetery. This is outside a museum in oh. Metropolis called the Americana Hollywood, okay. and they just have a bunch of cool stuff. Sorry, uh, no worries. It happens. And if oh, you guys haven't noticed, love, we have a bonus guest. This is Isabel, my daughter. <laughs> well, hello, okay. Isabel. So this is actually from my days of pirating. Um, prior, somewhere in the middle of being a cosplayer, I was introduced to uh, the pirate community. And um, the, uh, <laughs> the people in this picture not only were part of the community that I pirated in, but they were also part of the pirate band that I was in, Bluff City Barnacles. And yeah, I, I can tell you those are pictures. I can't promise that I remember much about them because <laughs> there's always, always, always rum, lots yeah. of rum. So you were commenting that you love these going into places that uh, like old cemeteries and stuff like that. Yeah. This is a, I have found that my lifestyle and my activities a lot of times get me into places that I would normally not have access to. And this is one of those um, situations. This was actually um, done in a local historic building in downtown Memphis. And um, we asked for friends. Now, the interesting thing, it was kind of a witchy shop. And so we were like on the other side of us was like the altar and the all of this other stuff. But so we had a group of friends come in and do these uh, uh, mug shots and 
anyway, you can tell by the end of the day, you get a little worn out. Yeah. And this is kind of, this was basically what we thought would be. <laughs> yeah, this this is what we felt like at the end of the day. And then we left looking like this, bruises, beat up, and went to dinner. <laughs> oh, um, oh, my gosh. That's gorgeous. That is beautiful. I love the corset. Thank you. Thank you. This is one of the images that I shot. This was another one of these really bizarre locations that uh, we had access to. This is a goat farm. It is what? an abandoned industrial site that has been turned into a goat farm. There are goats all over the place. And um, so a friend of ours actually, who was doing uh, some photos with us, jumped in and was able to do this with us. But um, this is also the picture that most people saw and said, you need to do Bellatrix. Right nice. Here. Yes. But yeah, that was one of those weird, excuse me, can we come in and shoot with your goats? <laughs> These are not their goats. These are actually added in, but there were goats all over the place, but I could not get them to come near me. And I'm like, here, go, 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 go. Please come see me goats. I love goats. <laughs> okay, go ahead. This is neat. I like this. Okay. So this is, um, this was a great adventure. Um, this was the first time that I had ever gone to a um, horror con. And if you have never experienced a horror con and you are into um, horror movies and that, that environment, these are people that you cannot be prepared to meet these people. They are the mm -hmm. most inviting. They are wonderful. I think um, um, at this event, First of all, I came in and I was dressed as Tora uh, Satana from Faster Pussycat Kill Kill. And there's not a whole lot of cosplay. So when you do come in dressed in cosplay, you're treated as royalty. And uh, they immediately were like, oh, yeah, you're supposed to be here. We're supposed to have a booth. And I'm like, you know who I am? And I'm like, okay, no, I don't have a booth. We're just here videoing. So we walk around and we actually... Um, uh, we video, we like walk up to the guests, like the celebrity guests and interact with them. And um, I have several, there, this is actually on the DL channel. You can watch the whole experience, but I do have um, several celebrity interviews that I was extremely, extremely proud of from this. But yeah, of course I was being stalked. So there was that too. <laughs> Kind of fun, um, kind of fun. It, it's funny, like you mentioned Horicon and the people. Um, I actually met Kane Hodder at a at our Horicon, uh, and uh, it's, uh, speaking of uh, missed opportunities, uh, no, I did not get my picture taken with Kane. I really wanted to. I just don't know why I freaked out. I, I just decided not to. But he followed me throughout the whole convention. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> he, he, he loved being around me for whatever reason, but he, he gives the best hugs. If you need a back crack, you know, go, go see Kate Hodder. <laughs> you know, I, I'm just going to tell you this. I was absolutely smitten with, um, it was at a, that same con with Michael Berryman. I was not anticipating him to be the, the personality that he was. He is, um, I mean, he's known for being these just really frightening and um, just horrifying characters, but he's such a wonderful humanitarian. He talked about like 
uh, I sat down and talked to him one-on-one -on -one, um, for quite a while and had some film with that, but also sat in with one of his panels and he was talking about like swimming with dolphins and some of the conservation efforts that he has done. And it was just an incredible, incredible experience. This is another one of those really cool locations that I got to go into that I don't think a lot of people have ever, or they've been in it in the past. So we have a location here in Memphis, it's called the castle. And the castle was owned by uh, uh, Prince Mongo, who was one of Memphis's most notorious icon and strange individuals. And, uh, there was some debate whether or not they were going to restore it or tear it down. And I had a friend who um, sadly is no longer with us, but um, he was a photographer that wanted to do, get some pictures there. And uh, the piano was there. The bowl of candy was there. Um, I mean, it was a completely emptied out. I mean, this was like a nightclub at one time and it was like multi layers. We walked in at one point and there was uh, like, we went downstairs in the very lower depths, like the basement area. And there was a, uh, like unused cigarette or like unopened cigarettes from like a machine. Um, I actually ended up with some glassware and a menu from that, but it was once again, <laughs> a cool place that I got to go. If you've ever seen the castle in Memphis, it is a gorgeous, gorgeous place. I mean, it's a beautiful building. One of, one of my favorite places to go uh, for photo shoots in my city is uh, the let the legislature building. Uh, so it, it like it, it's like a mixture of different architecture uh, eras and uh, like outside is beautiful. Inside is just phenomenal. It's nice. kind of creepy when nobody's in there, but I, I just, I love like the stairways and um, just the, it, just everything about um, turn of the century architecture is, is like, my favorite and my city is full of turn of the century architecture i like this this, this was actually supposed to be part of a pinup calendar um and i was brought in we drove for like hours to get to the site to do this and it was basically in somebody's house and uh the photographer was uh, she was phenomenal um i'd have to look her up i'll, I'll send her information so we can link her in in the mm -hmm. comments below. But this picture has been floating around for many years. Um, the young lady that's with me, her name is Abby Normal. She is a, and yes, that's Abby Normal as in Young Frankenstein. Um, <laughs> and she has been in the pinup community and she is a, a body positive pinup artist. And um, nice. I met her, fell in love with her. Honestly, I think that she became my witch sister immediately. And uh, a couple of years ago, if you'll notice the cartoon or the comic version, um, Adam Cozart actually took one of these images or took the one image and uh, created a original piece for me um, that I, that I won. And I, it was a, kind of a freebie. And um, I do have hard copies of it here and I probably have a stack of them. But it's just one of those really, really unique opportunities that I got to participate in just simply because of the lifestyle and the things that I do. Yeah. Well, I should probably focus on some of the questions that have popped up in here. <laughs> I, I do, I do appreciate the comments, you guys. I'm sorry if I'm really bad at not paying, not uh, answering oh, any of your questions. Um, I know uh, Funko Pops. Here we go. Anyone on the panel collect Funko Pops? Me, I do. I do. <laughs> Every cosplay that I do, I seek out the Funko Pop. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, how many to. Funko Pops do you have? 
it's embarrassing. I don't want to say <laughs> it's like stupid, embarrassing, but it's not just me. I will seek out uh, Funko Pops that I do, but um, of cosplays, but also like um, one of the things that I want to do in the near future is I want to do an Alice Cooper um, like makeup set and stuff like that. It's not going to be a cosplay that goes anywhere. I'm just a huge, huge, huge Alice Cooper fan. So um, I have a Funko Pop and I basically want to put together a makeup design for him and stuff. But, um, and then I buy them for my child, my, my children who uh, cosplay as well. And there's some for my husband mixed in there, but you know, he's not a cosplayer. <laughs> At least not yet. Working on it. <laughs> How about you, Kelly? How many Funko Pops do you have? I see a couple um, behind you already. <laughs> yes. This is my Wonder Woman shelf. Um, <laughs> I have some Canary Pops. I try to collect them. Oh my gosh. Sorry keep losing my earbud try to collect them to go with all my cosplays so i've lost count <laughs> <laughs> ryan's really bad at trying to convince me that i need more funko pops i have okay i have a couple more than just the two elvira ones but uh they're in boxes and i'm planning on selling them but i do have some marvel and some wrestling ones um i'm not attached to them per se. I, I can't do the Funko Pop thing. Um, although I'm really bad at when it comes to figurines and going to um, going to Walmart and anything Batman. Like if it's if it's a 66 Batmobile, I got to buy it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, I'm sure I'm sure eventually maybe I'll pick up a Funko Pop of uh, the Batmobile if it if it arises. But <laughs> that, um, even when it comes to uh, like um, other stuff from TV, um, like I me and my husband were into the car hobby uh, and hence why I got into the pinup world is because the two kind of mingle together. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so you can't, you can't have a, cl a classic car without having the pinup style to go along with it, or at least in my head. Um, so anything that uh, like Dukes of Hazard, um, the Munster coach, you know, I, I have to jump on right away if I see it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I, as far as Funkos, I'm not a huge collector. Um, one trade that should be on everybody's bookshelf. I'm guessing he's talking about books. What, like, what, what do you recommend for, uh, geek books? The Legend of Wonder Woman is one of my favorites. <laughs> But I don't know so much that I buy into like the geek, but I do have like the couple that I was showing you there, but I have a tendency to lean towards like classic horror. So literature and stuff. Oh, so okay. I'm not really a big, uh, it, I know this is, this is the real geek girl confession. I don't read a lot of comic books. <laughs> <laughs> we love you anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, as far as books, like I'm not, uh, I don't, I'm really bad for not reading. <laughs> Um, and we I love you anyways. I, I do a lot of social media stuff, so that's my reading. Um, so, but buying books, just, I'm not, I, I haven't really bought a book in a long time, but, um, you know, I, I do support my writer friends and I do support 
uh, people in the industries. Uh, so yeah, uh, Nick Strawn made this book last year, uh, Behind the Screams, uh, talking about uh, the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movie. So nice. I, that's what I recommend. <laughs> Go buy his book. <laughs> um, bunch of comments. Uh, doo -doo -doo -doo. Yeah, Jerome. Never, yep, never walk into the middle of a conversation. <laughs> uh, I feel sorry. like Jerome may have missed something. You walked into the middle of a conversation. What were we talking about? Uh, that was uh, beginning of the show. So, boobs. Uh, bunch of yeah. <laughs> uh. You're all on a on a watch list now. <laughs> Probably, Probably I think I've been yeah. on one for a long time. You flash Norman read us. Your penance is to go to church and <laughs> done that. I think I've done that. Also flashed uh, William Shatner, but that's a different story. Actually, might have popped a button off and smacked him in the face with it. There's a picture. Oh my so, goodness! What's my penance for that? <laughs> Oh, just a sec, guys. I just have to plug in my laptop. No worries. Peter David's Hulk is Hulk run is awesome. I'll have to definitely read that one. Um, Bruce Campbell is passing. That's cool. Oh my gosh, Bruce, Bruce Campbell! Cam oh, I love Bruce Campbell, and he is wonderful to do photo ops with. Um, if you come and do a photo, my husband and I have both done a photo op with him together, and. Generally, what he does is he will grab the female and shove the guy away. And it's like, oh, yeah, he, he's a blast. So, Kate, I'm sorry. Excuse me a moment. Simba, stop. Hey, my mom's basement is impeccable. <laughs> is that where you store the bodies? <laughs> I missed something. Yeah. Uh, when, when we were talking about uh, bull, uh, the bullies, Kate, Simba, stop. <laughs> He's he, he's Carl playing around Whitman. with my my skirt. Carl Whitman wants or Whitman wants to know where we learned our manners. Obviously, someone no. He's talking him. about the guys Cos cosplay bullying. Yeah. Oh oh well, no. They they got caught. They got top. Might not have been okay. what they were expecting. So Nicola wants to cosplay him because she's okay. Here's the thing. Do it. Um, I'm a I'm a big woman as well. Like I'm. I'm over 200 pounds. Um, and it's not just in the boobs. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it, I, I really recommend you doing it because it's freeing, it's empowering. And with the right people you, that you meet, you, you will get more and more, uh, more tips. People are willing to help you. Trust me, we are. I'm always willing to answer questions and encourage people i think cosplay has become a bit more embracing of all body types i mean whether you are thick or thin but also if you have interest you know the the pinup community and the vintage community is also extremely embracing to um curvier girls and um mm -hmm. i think both of those areas uh, the both of those arenas are somewhere that you can definitely get a lot of confidence and um, especially if you have a group of girlfriends that you can interact with that just 
build you up and make you feel strong. I think that's that's the key to it all. Hang with yeah. people that if somebody says something nasty, they'll chew them up and spit them out. Yeah. Uh, good morning, Ted. Good to see you. Good morning, good morning Ted. Uh, Nicole Marie has gummy bear Funkos. <laughs> I love, okay, I, I do love looking at the Funkos and seeing what they have. They're like, they're, they're getting more and more adorable. There was, um, uh, when Resident Evil uh, 7 came out, I believe that's when they, they started releasing the Resident Evil Funkos. And I walked by um, Nemesis and I'm just like, walk away, walk away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Coffee table books. I, I, oh, coffee table books. We could talk about this, this stuff all day. Uh, but, oh, yeah. uh, yeah, um, couple more minutes and then we'll uh, do a close. Uh, but, uh, coffee table books. Um, I have the, I have the uh, Yeah, I was just going to say, um, of course. she, she's releasing a memoir book now too. And so I definitely have to pick that up. Um, it, any cool coffee table books that you have, Kelly? Um, so I have like the history of Superman, the history of Wonder Woman. Those are those are my main coffee table books. <laughs> uh, okay. I have several just pinup books and the Elvira book. The Elvira book is probably mine, my favorite though. And what Rob, with uh, what are your favorite, most inspiring female heroes from comics or TV? Oh, hmm. Ooh, that's a good one. I mean, Wonder Woman's obvious. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Morticia. I just think that she is a phenomenal mother and a and a phenomenal wife, and she is should be the goal of every woman. And this is who you should want to be because I mean, she understands family. She understands the importance of it and being weird within your own family. So yeah, Morticia is probably my favorite, most inspiring hero. Yours, Kelly? So Black Canary is my favorite character because she can be feminine. She can be strong. She's powerful. She's overcome trauma. She has a lot of female friends that she builds up. She's kind of the mom friend. Um, just, I cannot say enough. Don't judge the character by what you've seen of her in live action on TV or even in the movies. Like not not to knock the live action versions of the character, but the, the comics, this character is so multi-layered and so inspiring. To the point that I have a tattoo, like when I was going through a hard time, I have a tattoo that's a black canary symbol. And oh, wow. I used, yeah, I used the Beatles um, lyric that take these broken wings and learn to fly because that just embodies the character. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's my reminder to myself to do that even when I'm going through hard times. And so that's how inspiring the character is to me. <laughs> Uh, I, I know, uh, DL, you have a, an Elvira tattoo. I have yet to get one. So I'm I'm probably the most vanilla woman that you'll ever meet. <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> uh, no. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure you guys, uh, are you guys planning on getting any more tattoos? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, my most recent is uh, my, can you see it? Can you see it? My dark mark. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that goes right with Bellatrix. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I have um, I have designs and stuff that are laid out. It's just uh, need some money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, going yeah. to. Oh no, get, go ahead. I'm going to get the phoenix symbol on the back of my neck to match with Creeley, my phoenix sister, because okay. we have a psychic connection, which that's a, that's a story we'll save for part two. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Nicole has five tattoos. You know, I, I should just go in and get a tattoo, have them like go in with somewhat of an idea. Uh, I just keep changing my ideas all the time. So it's, that's, that's why I haven't gotten it to get one yet, but I think I'm just going to go in and say to my friend, just, do it. <laughs> Surprise me. Me off. <laughs> how many do you have? Kelly, how many do you have? Just the one. Okay. And I just got it last year. So okay. it, it took me a long time, but I've been thinking about getting the black canary symbol for like five years. And then last year I was going through some stuff and I was like, okay, now's the time. I need this reminder. I'm a body. Mine start are blending together, but um, individually, I think there's like eight now. So Wow. Oh, wow. All right. So where can we find you guys on the internet? Okay. Well, you can find me on Facebook. Um, look for the DL Memphis pinup cosplayer. I am also at DL Memphis on um, Instagram and I have a uh, DL Memphis YouTube, which channel, which also has like all of my digging deeper videos and then also look for um, the murdering crows, which is my band. And um, right. you can, uh, if you go to Instagram, I have a link tree. You can find everything from there. I still need to set one up. Kelly, where can we find you? Uh, Phoenix sisters cosplay on Facebook and Instagram and then Phoenix sisters on YouTube and also drunk comics on oh, yes. um, Instagram and Facebook. But I kind of I do a lot of cross promotion. So if you find me in any of those, I'm going to be linking to all the others. <laughs> uh, and you can find me pretty much everywhere. Uh, I'm 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 the social media social butterfly. Yes, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. Um, everywhere. I'm, I'm everywhere. <laughs> and we um, love you for that. <laughs> so if you guys like what you see, uh, please subscribe, like, share, uh, share this podcast. Um, I am not the usual host of Back of the Cereal Box. This is, this may be the one time thing. <laughs> <laughs> John's going to be like, oh, they dropped, they dropped some swear words. Uh, Wait a minute. He said specifically not the f bomb. We were good there. That's true. That's true. Um, got that in writing. Yeah, sharing is caring. People, Stare away. So uh, I I appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, so yeah, here's uh, it. Go to Patreon uh, and uh, subscribe to donate. Subscribe, donate, all that wonderful stuff. Um, oh, I didn't. Um, and then johnpica.com, you know, all that lovely stuff uh, John wants us to promote. 
Uh, Basically, I find Johnny on Patreon, and you can hear <laughs> all of the places you can find him and and donate to the program to keep crazies like us going. Yes. Uh, <laughs> So thank you again for joining us here. Um, I There is an inch. Oh, shoot. I didn't promote the Cindy Kep's video. Um, let's do that now. Author Cindy Kep is writing on the edge. Books include Remnant in the Stars, The Loudest Actions, Lines of Succession, Mindstorm, Condemned Courier, the Yerushalon series, and Animal Eye. Find author Cindy Kep at C-K-O-E-P-P dot com today. So, yes. Thank you for supporting the show. Thank you to the, to the sponsors. Um, and Sorry, Johnny, if I'm kind of all <laughs> over the place, um, but this is this is what you get with me. <laughs> you know, we um, did give a precursor warning later earlier this week during the WandaVision. We just like we already apologized. We're good. <laughs> One of these days I will get my stuff together, but not today. <laughs> I didn't like that. Not that day. <laughs> All right. You guys have a wonderful day. Uh, please tune in to Reels and Heels later on. Uh, I will be properly dressed. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, I'd say that's pretty proper. <laughs> well, okay. If you guys aren't sick of me, then tune in to Reels and Heels. <laughs> uh, I will see you guys later. Thank you, ladies, for joining me today. Have a great day. Pleasant, and pleasant dreams. dreams. <laughs>